Welcome back, guys. Episode two of the MASH podcast. You join us this week for your weekly dosage of internet culture and general shit talking. This week, we've got some hot, hot topics. We're talking what's been going on in the social media space this week. Um, they've been making some big moves. We're talking Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. And then we're going to wrap up today's episode with um, our boy Kanye. And Drake has been making some comments on him as well. So stay tuned. Facebook. This is a common theme. Two episodes in a row we're talking about Facebook. You can't ignore it. It's a bit of a monopoly at the moment. You know, Facebook, they're either out there buying the other networks, or they are the other networks. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. You can't ignore them. They've become a bit tainted, it's fair to say, this year. Instagram, they've avoided that taint a little bit. I feel like, you know, the co-founders, yeah, they've left, as we talked about last week, but they did really well at keeping their separation, you know, Facebook does Facebook, we do Instagram. I like that, I like the separation. Facebook this week have come out, they've been making moves, they've released, um, they're calling it the Facebook portal. So for those of you who don't know what the portal is, did you want to tell the people a little bit about it? Um, so right, from what I know, I'm not 100%, but from what I know so far, the portal is, uh, it was originally designed as a sort of immersive, uh, almost FaceTime experience. It, it, it follows you round, it cuts out as much background noise as possible um, and without going too far into opinion straight away personally I feel like it's an awkward space in between sort of FaceTime and that yeah. futuristic sort of um, hologram call you see in some movies yeah. and It's another prime example of Facebook trying to get in your space you know they're always being pulled up for privacy settings you know there's been a lot of data breaches this year and I feel like it's it, it's not the right time to be releasing something like this. You know, it, it was it only two weeks ago that like, they had another data breach on their third party yeah, apps, it, and all of a sudden they're now watching you in your house. I it don't almost know if I looks trust like it. a bit of a meme. Yeah, it is a bit it, of a meme. It's almost like nowhere they're going to come out and say, "We want to film you in your home." And then we're going to send it to the highest bidding. You know? I don't trust that one <laughs> bit. Not, it, it does seem a bit sketchy. They've also, um, you know, and and this comes along as. Why would you want to have a 300, 400 um, pound dollar, whatever the conversion is, you know, a bit of kit in your, your kitchen that's watching you, you know, kind of like a webcam when everyone has a, a laptop or you know, a computer with a webcam or everyone has a phone with a camera nowadays? Why do I want that extra bit of kit that's doing the same job that's just taking up more space? Is there a place in the market? I don't know. I think time I feel will like definitely it show. be very limited. Yeah. Like personally, if I say, I give an example. I don't live at home, I talk to my mum quite a lot, we FaceTime, she's always busy, so yeah. a lot of the time I'll just be talking to the ceiling, because she'll put her phone down and she'll be like shouting across the room Mums to and me. technology. Mums and technology, not good. Um, but maybe this sort of thing would make it more of a personal experience, I'd be able to keep up to date, but I'm not confident that she'd want to spend £300 just for a FaceTime call once a week. I can see it um, becoming big in the business scene, conference calls, things like that. Um, But, you know, Facebook, yeah, they have business pages and stuff, but the majority of their audience is people, like normal people. Is it going to take off? 
I think we're going to have to review that on a later date. But definitely, it's, it's something that's happened. And it's worth chatting about. It's still very early days. Very early days, and no, none of the other platforms are doing anything like it at the minute. But do you know, would it have taken off a little bit more maybe if it was called Instagram Portal rather than Facebook? But again, it's another example of I don't think Instagram want to get their uh, feet dirty. No, I think they're they're keeping Instagram as the uh, the, the golden younger child. Who's going to be there to pick up the, the pieces prodigy. when Facebook goes downhill? <laughs> well, looking at some um, studies within the um, by twenty twenty, um, Instagram is meant to make up uh, the total revenue up to thirty percent of Facebook's revenue, which is big, wow. big numbers. And out of new users' revenue, so we're talking people who create new business pages and new pages that are buying ads on the platform, will make up to seventy percent of new acquisitions, which is a big number and it's really starting to show that Facebook isn't keeping up with the times in itself as a platform however you know it's acquisitions such as Instagram is, is really kind of I feel like Facebook itself is sort of scratching and gnawing to stay relevant I feel such like it's, uh, it's very much the mum's platform yeah. really, that kind of generation and I feel like introducing this sort of technology I guarantee it'll have its tweaks and it'll be hard to use uh, I feel like a lot of people won't want to pay or they will pay and they'll regret it. Mm -hmm. I feel like the demographic they're looking at here for this product is very much the kind of people who, let's be honest, my mum wouldn't know how to set up a, you know, shout out to my mum, you know, but like she's, uh, <laughs> she would not know how to set this up, I'm afraid. And it's, I, I don't think they've got the right demographic considering where they are as a company at the moment and just who this is going to appeal to. But you think Instagram... You've yeah. got Instagram Live, it's a massive thing. Instagram Live Celebrities or even like Instagram models, Instagram influencers, they go live, they get thousands of views. Instagram TV It could be a well. big thing for them. Yeah, yeah. But I just feel like going with Facebook could be the wrong way. Time will tell, time will tell. Mo moving on a bit, so still sticking with Facebook. Facebook have recently announced how they are going to be rolling out 3D photos within their news feeds. Some of you may have seen this already this week. We've seen a well, few we're a few friends. days late on this. Yeah. Few days late, yeah. Um, it looks cool. Don't it get does, me wrong. It does. You have to have a um, modern iPhone or smartphone. Other phones are available, um, which has a dual camera lens, if I understand right. Um, and it basically captures the depth in a photo as well as kind of like that panoramic vibe you get. So when you move your phone around... It um, gives that sort of like Dear Looper music video. Yeah, yeah, which I really like. Mirror Master, really sorry, like. not yeah, Dear Mirror yeah. Master. We talk sorry. about that quite a lot with some of our yeah, personal projects. But then we did a, or well, I done a um, survey on my personal Instagram and up to 70% of people... Just, just aren't interested in it they don't see themselves see, using it I found that really interesting because a lot of our friends will be the ones voting yeah. on that you voted no yourself I voted no myself <laughs> I, I didn't rate it I didn't think it would be very interesting but in hindsight I saw a few posted by some friends on there and maybe it was a one off like it was a great photo but a friend uploaded one and it was it was unreal it looked great is this of the fox it was yeah the yeah. one of the fox it I was, like that one that yeah. was a good one yeah, like it has potential, don't get me wrong. I can see it being used in a lot of marketing purposes, you know, fantastic idea for businesses to start to get some innovation going. But I don't know about you, but I also feel like this could be a much bigger thing for Instagram. Yeah, who uses Facebook now? Just like, you just don't. Both like, both the things we've spoken about could be better uh, um, utilised yeah, for Instagram, in yeah. my opinion. Facebook's getting old now, like, close the doors, you're getting old, guys. 
Get, let the new kids in. Two episodes in. Two episodes all in. we've done is bash Facebook. <laughs> bash Facebook. Fuck Facebook. Fuck Facebook. <laughs> 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 anyway, Instagram. I don't really use Facebook that often. Twitter, yeah. Instagram. I love Twitter. Twitter does not get enough. Does not mess around. Decision. I love Twitter. Like, <laughs> it's the dark side of the internet. It's where you find, you know, all the juiciest stuff. It's all and, the good stuff. And it's what, what I look for. It's probably the first app I go on in the morning, I'll be honest. Yeah. Instagram you know, or Twitter. I'm scrolling Instagram up and down Twitter. one or the other. Yeah, but not Facebook. I think I, I used to go on Facebook all the time when I was younger. Now it's like, mm, as and when. I mean, I feel like the next app I was going to mention, I checked quite a few times, is also on our list of topics for today. That's so I feel chat. like... This is a good way for us to get into it. While it's on. still alive. While it's still alive. <laughs> it's a hot topic at the it's, moment. It's holding on for dear life. Everyone's stealing aspects of Snapchat. They've decided to uh, play the game themselves. They're going after, you know, we've all used the platforms. They're going Netflix, after the Now movies, you know, Amazon Prime. Snapchat want a bit of the action. They have announced that they will become almost like a mobile HBO with twelve, uh, so one, two, twelve daily scripted original shows. Now I've done a little bit of research into this. It's a bit interesting how they're rolling this out. So you know how Snapchat has um, lenses and filters and yeah. cool AR yeah, yeah, things. Yeah. And to be fair to Snapchat, when AR came out, I feel like they were the boys on the block. They hit the nail on they the head. They hit the nail on the head. Really I it. don't think another platform has really matched it to the degree no. Snapchat have. They keep it fresh in terms of their filters and stuff. Yeah, there's the dog filter, which is really annoying. I see uh, it all the time. I see it everywhere. You can't, you can't see a post or a profile on anything yeah, yeah. without that Someone, filter. Everyone's used it. We're all guilty. However, the way they're rolling out what they're calling Snap Originals is with these really cool little AR... Um, events i suppose the best way to call it where it's a door you open the door you step through and you're into the scene so i think yeah. that's really cool it's getting interaction with the audience and it's kind of, i don't know i feel like it's a really clever way of being immersive with with your audience basically but is it going to work i mean <coughs> i mean do you, I, do I feel you like i can't say no TV. No, I mean, if like, let's give the only example that I would watch Netflix if I'm not in my house. Mm. I'd be in an airport or I'd be on a train. Yeah. I feel I think they're the only two. If I'm in an airport or on a train, I've got my Mac, I've got Netflix. It's it's there in front of me. There's <laughs> at this point there is nothing that makes me want to sit down and watch a TV show or a film or my tiny iPhone screen resolution. I tell you what's a really good comparison as well is Instagram TV. And that, don't get me wrong, Instagram TV is cool. I like it. I can see myself using it in the future. I know we'll probably post the podcast on it, give it time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but do you sit there and watch long-ass videos thinking, oh, this is cool. I want to sit down and watch 90 minutes or a film or a series, which is like half an hour minimum ago nowadays. You know, most programs are like up to an hour long. I'm not going to sit on my phone for an hour, probably because my mm. phone's battery shite. It dies <laughs> in twenty minutes, but yeah. it's just not going to happen. And right, let's let's go for their target demographic. Teens, right? Teens, thirteen to seventeen. Teens, uh, yeah. How many thirteen to seventeen year olds have an iPhone that doesn't have a cracked screen? This, this is fucking shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm guilty. My the, phone screen is mullered. <laughs> the kind of shows they've commissioned, or what they're looking like, they're going to be rolling out. They haven't named all of them, but the ones that I've seen, um, it looks like 
very much your kind of I say the demographic is perhaps the early twenties. Maybe. Do you know any off the top of your head? Off the top of my head, they just look like your typical kind of like dramas. I wouldn't say very USC because there's uh, a massive difference between like UK. Sort of Riverdale sort yeah, of drama, yeah, that kind of like, vibe. So targets yeah. that teen. Yeah, they, th- some of them look like one. they're about high school stuff or horror stuff. But I don't know any thirteen-year-olds yeah. that are into that. You know, I don't know any thirteen-year-olds anyway. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it's a bit dodgy, <laughs> isn't it? But, um, <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> we good. We good. We but, good, um, we good. Yeah. So I, I, myself personally, I can't see it taking off. But I can appreciate their marketing building up to it. If you see what I mean, they've done it the right way for the platform they are. But if you think about Snapchat, what they are, they're a camera company. Mm. You know. Why are they pushing out cameras and shit? I feel like every company is trying to, or every social media platform is trying to build up to this thing of having everything. It's almost like a, a fight to the death. Where yeah, one we can do everything. One of them's going to win, and it's going to be the not top fucking going to be gonna Snapchat. Have that's for sure. <laughs> Snapchat's not going to be Snapchat's it. fucking going to be it. Netflix could add an option where you could send reaction photos to episodes to people. And I feel like that would do better than Snapchat. I'll be honest, I feel Snapchat had missed the boat when, back in 2013, Zuckerberg offered them $3 billion. Now, I know the Snapchat CEO, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but last year he was um, stated to be the highest paid CEO in America. So, he's a fucking winner. Like, I'm not being funny, mate, your company is struggling right now. User, oh, still you've paid. lost the users let's be honest remember that big user change uh, UI change a while ago like but I don't think honest. now's the time to be announcing something like this when no one's fucking on yet I don't know if uh, you could consider and we've talked about this a lot because like talking about our own businesses and ideas and ventures yeah. I don't feel like Snapchat was ever a passion project I feel they had a cool idea and they made a lot of fucking money out of it but their bubbles is about to be burst. Yeah. Everyone's fucking stealing the shit they were doing. It has no unique selling points anymore. You know, why would I use Snapchat if I can send the same kind of stuff on Instagram and people on Instagram? Mm-hmm. Snapchat's only cool if you're up to some shady stuff and you and need you that shit it. to go in 24 <laughs> hours. <laughs> yeah. Other than that. You want that 10 seconds now. Yeah. Facebook's stealing the map idea. Instagram's stolen stories. You know, they've stolen the you know, the, the quick send photos. You know, you've got to come up with something else. You know, fucking, we've had Netflix, mate. Bring us something new to the table. And, I mean, Netflix originals, it's going to be hard to beat. This is very true. Because I think as much money as they make, Netflix original, like, they are uh-huh. sinking a lot of money into what they're doing. Yeah. And personally, I, I've watched a lot of them, and they're really good. Netflix is a trusted base for, you want entertainment, you go to Netflix. Yeah, sometimes there's loads of shit on there, but... There's going to be less shit on that than what there is on it's, Snapchat. And it's not only Netflix. We, we've completely skimmed over Amazon Prime. They yeah. have a lot of originals. Yeah, we've been watching the Purge, the Purge series. The Purges. We rate that. I like it, good. I like it. Very American. Yeah, very. Well, it's about American. Of course it is. <laughs> it's going to become <laughs> they, they a documentary at some less, point, you know. Yeah, they could have made it less stereotypically American. But... It's enjoyable, it's enjoyable. One last thing I want to add on the the Snapchat case. I think they've got one of two ways of going. They've got money in the bank at the moment. Mm -hmm. Apparently, internally, they're valued at about 25 to 35 billion. That's money. That is money to do stuff with. They could either sit on that, you know, fiddle, 
or I think they do something with it, start acquiring some of these other things that are coming up. You know, Facebook done it. If Facebook didn't acquire companies like Instagram, would they, you know, five years down the line, would they still be here? Mm, I don't I think know. they'd still be, be around, but I don't think it would be... be popping. No. Whereas Snapchat, if they don't do something, I can't see us using them in five years. So. I, I could ha- quite happily uninstall the app right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right now and I wouldn't miss it yeah I, I mean I use it for group chat so it's like you can snap an easy funny picture but at the same time if you didn't want to put a filter on it anyway you could film that on whatsapp or Instagram yeah, yeah I agree moving on Donna take up most of your valuable time Instagram again they are doing some more cool things so the new um, head of Instagram has moved in he has come up with some ideas and they are testing a new feature. This new feature is essentially, you know how you use Instagram stories at the moment? You'll yeah, tap through, swipe through, swipe yeah. through. They want to do that with the feed. How do we feel about that? I yeah, think, I like not it. fucking broke, don't need to fix it. Yeah. I like the Instagram feed. I love waking up in the morning, sitting down in the evening, when I've got a break at uni, sat there, I love scrolling top to bottom, seeing what's going on. You can tell quite easily if you've been there before because you recognise the picture. Yeah. You know, you feel like the new feature to bottom, you're all caught up. Have you seen that? Yeah. Or do I just spend too no, much time? No, no, I've seen oh. that. <laughs> yeah, I thought maybe I've been using I thought too I was much. spending too much yeah. time on the platform, but we good. Um, which I think is a cool feature because it saves you scrolling for ages. But... I think if they do that, it's going to be another Snapchat case. Do you remember when they changed their oh, user interface? Oh, Snapgate. Snapgate. Oh, that was a waste of time. And I feel if Instagram do this, a lot of people are going to be pissed off. And they, it doesn't need to be done. No. Everyone's happy. Don't broke. What's, don't yeah. broke. Don't break. <laughs> it's not broke. Don't fix it. Yeah. Everyone's fucking happy. Leave it. You know. If you want to fuck around with the... Um, no, the search thing. Yeah, you go know, for it. The recommended stuff. Yeah, you can fuck about that do anyway. Like, I don't give a shit. I don't really use that. I just want to see what the people I follow are up to. And, uh, in the easiest way possible. In the easiest way possible. Don't overcomplicate it. And don't throw fucking adverts in my face all the time. Oh, I hate it. Yeah. I, I, I get guess how they make money, phone. but just don't. <laughs> Not feeling it. Not feeling it. No. So that's what's been going on in the social space this week. Um, moving on, we've came across quite a cool story that we've kind of pieced two parts together on, you know, being the Kanye being invited to the White House wearing his MAGA hat. And um, then we came across a really cool interview over the weekend, which Drake has had with LeBron James in his new HBO series, um, The Shock, which is basically where they're kind of in like a barbershop setting, just chirps in, you know, like you would do. Uh, it's almost like a podcast. Yeah, almost like a podcast. Yeah, it's really, really cool. Um, Interesting kind of layout. Um, Drake, in this situation, almost looks like a bit of an underdog in the fact of LeBron looks like his big brother. He did take a backseat. He did take a proper backseat. He was very quiet and he gave a sort of, yeah, uh, cool. Yeah, and there's even some cases where, um, we'll get onto it in a minute, but where, you know, Drake said something and then LeBron's, you know, saying, what did I say to you? And it's almost like that big brother, little brother kind of, dilemma and if you watch the video you know you can find it on youtube yourself but you know drake kind of shrugs himself back he kind of becomes a lot smaller than what he uses you know he's normally quite a, you know he takes up the space you know he likes you to know he's there but in this case he kind of shriveled up and then he mumbled a bit you know it's almost 
is an unusual thing to see. It's yeah. strange, it's strange. Very but I feel strange. like the most important part, the pinnacle to all of this, Kanye. It's what he's either said or his actions. Oh boy, what's and uh, he's he's been up to he's been up to some things. He's not in a good spot at the minute, is he? No, no. Every um, week is different. I think you know, looking a month, a month is a long time for Kanye. I feel like a month is like you know four weeks to us. It's like I can't ten keep years up with for him. Kanye. Yeah, like a while ago he wanted to open up. I don't even know what you call. He wanted it. to make cities wanted, at one point. Yeah. yeah, he wanted to make cities. Kanye Recently, man. he's been buying all these things and he wanted to make a supply store that has everything. He said he wanted every item you could possibly buy. Was well, he going down the Amazon place. route? I guess so. Ca- well, he wants a bit of it. You never know. Capitalism. I don't think he's about that too much. Like he likes. I feel like he wants to leave something behind. I feel like he's. Everyone knows Kanye, but I feel like he's underappreciated in this sense of the boy's a visionary. You got to give it to him. On meds, off meds. You know, I worry about the kid, but he's got some fucking cracking ideas, and the guy. His head is working, you know. Yeah, he's always he's always working on something interesting. As weird as it is, when he's it a comes creative. out, he is very creative. He I mean, is. you look at the Yeezys, for example. No one was doing them before. They're that. wild. Yeah, now, Personally, now I still everywhere. think they're ugly, but everyone well, I still think they're fucking them. ugly ass slippers. But everyone wears them. Yeah, but it's inspired a cultural change within fashion, for sure. And especially his clothing line, you know, Yeezy is a brand. You know, it's it's worth a lot of money now. You know, partnerships with Adidas. You know, you can't fault. You know, he had that thing with Nike a few years ago. That didn't really work out. I feel Nike were fucking stupid for not paying him for a start for the shoe. Yeah, definitely. You know, what a fucking idiot. If I bet that person that Nike has got fired now, without yeah, a doubt. But um, <laughs> you can't be missing out on opportunities. Can he? Such a culturally relevant guy. You know, whatever he's doing, you know, not just talking about now, but throughout history, you know, Kanye as a person is a household name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like, so, what do you think about the, his antics in the White House? Did I think you, it's mental how fucking Kanye West is in the White House for a start. Yeah, What's that boy doing? Yeah. He, although he's got in there after Kim. Kanye 2020. Kim was in there while Kanye fucking Kanye 2020. I don't think the world needs a Kanye 2020. <laughs> I'll well, be honest. Uh, I think it'll be an interesting... Uh, I'll watch every debate. I'll watch fucking everything. But I don't think um, you know our friends across the pond over in uh, America will be doing so well. The you know? US of A. US of A. Compulsory, um, you have to wear Yeezys. And MAGA hats. And MAGA hats, you know. Wild. But, um, so I haven't seen the, the full interview, but I've seen the highlights. Basically, I don't really know what Kanye's having a chirps about. He's in there with Donald. Donald's not saying a lot. He's the other side of the table. And uh, Kanye is basically facing the reporters and stuff. And he's just chirpsing a lot about Chicago. That's his hometown, yep, which I can relate to. You know, he had... Big uh, up the Isle of Wight. Big up the Isle of Wight. Um... I feel Kanye and Barack had a bit of, you know, hard blood there in the fact Kanye believed Obama was going to do a lot more for Chicago. It didn't follow through. He felt pretty disheartened. Trumpy boys come in. He said he's going to do this, he's going to do that. Obviously, if he's talking about your hometown, you're going to be like, fuck yeah, I want him. You know, that's yeah. hence why Kanye's been such a supporter. Definitely. And, you know, he's repping the MAGA hat. Do you feel like Kanye supports everything he does? Or I do don't you? think he does. I think, you know, the media are really, really good at p- 
putting this boy in the spotlight. Yeah. And I feel like Kanye really only vibes with Donald over the things that is beneficial to Kanye. Mm. You know, everyone's selfish. Fair enough, yeah, everyone's And I feel Kanye's really looking out for Chicago here. You know, it has a lot of fucking crime. There's a lot of homeless. And it's, you know, I've never been to the city, but, you know, from what I know online and, you know, from, you know, I study economics, I love that shit. I'm nosy at numbers. You know, the place could be a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel Kanye, what he was really in the White House talking about was bringing industry back to America and especially middle America, which is Chicago, that kind of area, and making sure, you know, low income families are a bit more stable. Yeah. Because pro, I can't think of the right word, uh, primarily um, low income families in the Chicago area are of the same kind of ethnic background as Kanye, so we can kind of relate to it. Um, and I think that is kind of the whole idea of him being in the White House. What was yeah. your takes on it? I mean, besides the interview itself, I thought the interview was almost comical in a way. Like it was more of a, it was more of the Kanye show. I don't think Donald Trump, from what I thought, like when after Kanye sort of started his tangent, um, which reminded me a lot of that time he went on stage and he spoke for I think it was almost an hour without performing and then left the stage. Classic. Um, classic Kanye. Cheers um, for your money. I'm off. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if there was ever a refund for that. I don't know what happened. I think he might have done another show to replace it. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, yeah, I don't know enough <clears throat> about that. But for him to be there and talking, and Donald Trump didn't say a word until he was finished. You're fucking Donald Trump, mate. I wasn't I'm sure if that was out of respect or if it was he was just so fucking bad. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel that. I feel like <laughs> because Kanye yeah. went from one minute talking about mental health to industry in America to a bit of pharmaceuticals. He loves a bit of that. Back, yeah, back to pharmaceuticals and then like bit living in Chicago. And I feel like they're all relevant points, but the way Kanye's gone about it has got this like he he jumped between the subjects quite a lot. I feel he's definitely off his meds again, for a start. I think there's some tension at home. There is tension I at home. I think if Kanye loses Kim, it's... It's going to be dead. Because it's not just Kim, it's the kids. He loves he his kids. He fucking loves his kids. This is the thing. And I feel like it's almost the... If he's not on his meds, that's what's holding him. If you hold him together, that's like his glue. If he loses them and he's off the meds, I think we're going to see a Kanye that is going to be very self-destructive and I don't really want to sit here and watch perhaps, you know, Kanye's in that tier with the Zucks, you know, with the Musks, you know, it's that it's kind of weird yeah, ass yeah, fucking that, club that they're crazy, crazy fucking club they're in and I don't really want to see someone of that standard and that stature ruin themselves, you know, we've recently seen it with Musk. Uh, he's been on a bit of a fucking midlife yeah, crisis. Tesla stocks he, plummeted. It's fucking plummeted. He's meant to be the chosen now, one. Sure. Um, you young quite hot on that. I'll be honest. I've let it slip. It's just getting a bit depressing. It's been some bigger news. Yeah. Some bigger fish to fry. Yeah. I know JP. You know they were around the four hundred mark. Um, a share. JP Morgan's big big financial institution. Um, they said they reckon it would hit around the 190, 180 mark by the end wow. of the year, which is is a big fucking decrease, devaluation. And it's, it's well on the fucking way. But going back to Kanye, you know, 
there's some controversial things that have been going on this year and I want to link that to something I came across over the weekend with the LeBron um, interview or the, the show he has on HBO um, so it's called The Shop really really interesting would recommend having a look um, so episode 2 he's got some of his basketball friends and stuff on they're just talking about sportsy stuff and he gets about halfway in the video and um, the sixth god Drake himself he comes on and uh, they're in a bit, having a bit of a chat. They just talk about life and stuff, you know, bro to bro. And then um, I can't remember his name, but the other, the other geezer in the um, the room bring up the topic of, you know, it's been a busy summer, you know, the Kanye stuff, the disses, you know, Pusha T, and then they release a Scorpion, and he just kind of wanted a bit of a, um, you know, and he just sparked a bit of a conversation. So Drake basically said, I thought this was really interesting, you know. I'm a bit of a generic fucking white boy. I do like a bit of Drake. I was a big fan of Scorpion. Um, I know yourself, you liked it, some of the songs. We fucking love it. Um, Fucking insane in the gym, you know, a bit of non-stop. Does bits for me. Anyway, keeping it on track. um, Drake was basically explaining how, um, towards the start of the summer, I'm sure a lot of you will know, Drake was in the studio with Kanye. However, Kanye was kind of saying, look, if we're going to work together, I need to know what you're kind of up to. So kind of that weird fucking stalky vibe. You know, he's obviously been spending a lot of time at Facebook, I guess. Um, basically, <laughs> getting them chips there. <laughs> Give me your date, Come on, drink. boy. Show Come like, on, boy. Yeah. Um, basically, Kanye was saying how I need to know when you're touring, when you're dropping albums, what you've got coming up, basically what's in your pipeline. Um, so they're in the studio now Drake notorious not often keen on this kind of thing he says in this kind of interview do you know what they were vibing in the studio fuck it let's do it and then out of love and kind of stuff Kanye gave Drake the beats for I can't remember exactly what the the fucking song's called I think it's called Yee there's the one who's like Scooby Boop a complete fucking meme of a song Um, and yeah that was all love because Drake was writing stuff for that as well um, which is all cool fast forward a few weeks um, or days rather um, Drake gives Kanye a um, sneak peek into Scorpion with the song March 14 which you know anyone who's listened to the song it basically it goes through um, Drake's child that the world doesn't know about yet called Adonis um, and basically it's kind of the big reveal yo I'm a daddy um, this is my boy um, and kind of gives you an idea of the background of how Adonis kind of came into light in this world which I think is really nice yeah um, I thought that was a great song you know what it's funny about the name of the song so the March 14th 2018 mm-hmm. um, is also the day 14 days that, before my birthday 14 days before <laughs> my birthday um, it's also the day that Drake spent playing Fortnite with Ninja no it's fucking not it is Wow. It's the first time they played together. I did not fucking realise that. It's his birthday. That's fucking mad. But he didn't say that in the fucking interview. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Ninja. (laughs) I mean, Ninja's more important than your child. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking mad. Um, I don't think he's going to listen to this podcast. I don't think we're good. What if he does? Big love. Big up, Drake. Big up, Drake. Um, So... Going back to the, the interview, so you know, Drake also sent a photo of Adonis to Kanye, so it was one of the very, very select few that knew about the, um, the topic of you know, Drake being a daddy. 
Fast forward a few weeks, Drake and his OVO's crew get invited to, I can't remember what it's called, that place in the middle of fucking Wyoming. Wyoming. Wyoming uh, the album show. Yeah, 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 yeah the, in the middle of fucking nowhere where yeah, no one yeah. knew what was going on. So uh, Drake's boy Ollie got out there a day early, as Drake explains and says, something's not right, the vibe's a bit off. Um, which, you know, you kind of get a vibe when you're in an atmosphere like that of loads yeah, of people. Yeah, definitely. Kanye being, you know, very, very a um, extrovert as well. You kind of pick up on that shit. Um, and basically, what happened is, you know, amongst other events, um, you know, the, the song Ye came out about that kind of time, which is fucking memeing on Drake a little bit, you know, which I didn't really realise until Drake explains in this depth, mm-hmm. um, which is really, really interesting. Um, and of course, the Pusha T disc has come out yeah, after Duffy Freestyle. I remember that. Um, where the leaked information gets given to Pusha T from our fucking man Kanye himself, which is a bit fucking disheartening, I'll be honest. Like, Kanye's a bit of a hero, but I do feel. I feel proper annoyed, you know? I've, I, I don't besides know. Besides being annoyed or being surprised, what I'm most surprised about is how Drake kept that quiet for so long I mean he's not publicly gone out and plastered it on the press that Kanye's leaked this you kind of knew there was a bit of bad blood there but fucking props on Drake you know he's not gone out and fucking used it slated him he could have done he could have fucking you know Kanye's not in a good place I think Drake knows that Um, but you know it's fucking annoying yeah, in yeah. respect especially uh, for people like us like two sort of idols of the music we love them love their music um, I would say almost in a way grew up on it I sort of got into rap music when I was about <coughs> maybe 10 or 11 I was listening to like Logic Jeezy like, all of like the yeah. new age and then I sort of almost worked the opposite way I went back yeah. into Kanye college dropout Drake's love albums and like I really got into it through them, and that was like sort of my gateway to even now. They're two of my favorite rappers, and to, especially with all the beef with the new age rappers, it's just a shame to see two of the the bigger like, idols clashing. It's something so fucking silly. I don't know why Kanye's done that. Yeah. But another thing, just to add to the the topic of the bit of the the beef between the two, as I said, Kanye kind of asked Drake when he's releasing shit. Yeah. Um, and obviously at the time, Kanye said to Drake, nothing's coming out, don't worry. Um, and then all of a sudden, Kanye knows this date of Scorpions being released, dropped. And all of a sudden, Kanye's um, associate label, Good, you know, Good starts music, releasing yeah. uh, a couple of albums. It releases the five, so it's got the one from Pusha T, West, Nas, Good See, Ghost, uh, Tenor Taylor, name a few. Um it just seems a bit fucking suspicious, you know. It is a bit off. It's very off. I don't know. I don't know. That's that's what that's our take on it. Why don't you guys let us know what you've kind of thought on the I'd topic? I'd love to know some more. I'd love to fucking know. Deeper. Yeah. How we missed something? If we're reporting, reporting on bullshit, let us know it's bullshit. You know, we don't promise the facts, but we promise you our point of view. Yeah, we give completely unbiased, unfactual opinions. <laughs> Delivered straight to your ears. Straight from our fucking bullshitting mouths to your ears. Yeah. That's that's that's, 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 that's all we're here for, you know. Um, so should we wrap things up, mate? You know, we've been going for a while now. I think, you know, now's a good time to kind of remind people of what we're about. You know, being only episode two, 
just want to clarify what you guys are here for as you're going to be joining us over plenty more episodes to come so like <clears throat> like you said in the intro we we give like a daily dose or a weekly dose of like internet culture what's happening with social media big things if there's any big news you can expect us to report it and give our sort of two cents might not be factual but you'll definitely get an opinion that you might be able to relate to and you might even completely disagree and we'd love to hear some of those opinions yeah man um, we'll give you a little bit of an update of what we're up to you know we're out here trying to be these hard hustling you know we, we like to call ourselves pre-rich entrepreneurs you know we, we've not quite made it yet but we're on the path we're on our you way. Know. We're on our if way. you guys are interested in hearing about what we're up to with our little adventures and side projects you know we're going to get you posted but you know hit us up on the the socials you know you can find us on insta our instagrams will be in the description yeah. somewhere over there don't find us on facebook facebook's fucking dead don't hit us up on yeah, snapchat yeah my grandma's on there don't yeah. look at my don't face. fucking look at mum yeah don't you get your fucking there. mum's photos at fucking linkin just fucking avoid that shit instagram only please guys yeah. shout out to our mum we know they're listening <laughs> the fucking only people that are probably listening week two you know Big uh, up. Big them up. We'll catch you next week. Thanks a lot, guys.